All right. Yay. I love my family. I'm going to, I just want to send you, um, I want to send you a, a big hug. I want to give you a big hug um, from the heart of Yahweh and from myself. So I'm going to, right now, I'm going to turn the intent of my heart to Yahweh's heart. And I'm just going to draw on his presence, on his heart. I'm opening my heart to just receive, to draw, to pull on more of his heart. And now I'm going to send it to you and just receive, receive my love for you. Just receive my love and the love of the Father. And this is how I, this is how I connect with the heart of Yahweh. And he connects with me and I connect with others and I'll just pull your hearts in to mine right now. Just pull it in. And we just exchange love back and forth. Just feel the love of the Father, his pleasure towards you. Feel the love that I have towards you as family. You just let it fill you <laughs> from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet. Just let it fill you and learn how to draw see that commercial it's like the energizer bunny. How does that energizer bunny just keep going, keep going, hitting on that drum, draw. Draw whenever you need to, and then give it away. <laughs> and then draw more. And then give it away. So what I want you to do is I am sending my love to you. I want you to send it back to me. So turn the intent of your heart and just send your love back to me. And then I'm gonna send my love back to you. Yahweh, we love you and we worship you.
we thank you for this opportunity just to share in each other's love, the love that you have given us. This truly is unity. And it doesn't matter if we differ or disagree, but together, when we come together in your love and in your unity, oh wow, there's nothing that we cannot do. And we are perfect. We are complete. We are whole in your love. Oh, we worship you. We worship you. We adore you. More and more and more of your love. More of your presence. More and more of you. Thank you for your peace. Your peace that passes all understanding. Waves and waves. Waves and waves. And waves and waves. of your peace. Perfect shalom. We love you. All right. All right. Whew. Glory. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory, glory. Here's what I want to talk about first, and then we're going to go to the three courtrooms. We're going to go to, to the court of the angels. We're going to go to the court of war, which is the court of the strategy courtroom. And then we're going to go to the court of the scribes. This is going to be a great opportunity for you just to observe and to see what Yahweh has to show you tonight or today or this morning, wherever you are. One of the things as I am teaching and we are engaging class after class in the kingdom realms, many questions that I get is, well, how do I know this is, you know, of Yahweh or how do I know this is, uh, you know, real, or is this really affecting my life? And I love this teaching that Uncle Ian gives that deals with the 12 plumb lines to gauge your spiritual encounters. 12 plumb lines to gauge your spiritual encounters. Now, we, the bench of three, we're going to do the bench of three of God's wow. We are going to do a full-fledged podcast on that in a full-fledged discussion. And I love it when we have different varying opinions. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't, but we're all united. Um, 
But for now, I'm just going to give you, and as I say this to you, feel free to write it down, but it'll be good for you as well as for others that may come along and want to talk with you or test you about, well, how do you know what you said is real? And how, how do you know, is, is it, if it's you know going to affect your life? Let me stress this. What you do in the kingdom realm and, and what you experience is building supernatural, supernatural real estate. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's no, it's no different but more real than if you were to choose to build a structure in the natural where we currently exist. Let's say, for example, you wanted to build a home. Now, when I say your home is real estate, you have a full understanding of that, don't you? When I say your church building and your structure is real estate, you have an understanding of that. When I say your business structure, if you are a businessman or woman, is a physical building, you, 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 you can understand that. But what does it mean when I tell you that the places that you are going and engaging with in the kingdom realm is spiritual real estate? When I say that, that means they, there are the places where you are going are real, more real than what you're encountering here in the natural realm. Because the Bible says our lives in the natural realm are but a vapor, right? Which means it's fleeting. It comes and goes. Yet in the kingdom realm, that lasts forever. What you are engaging with now and the foundation with Yahweh that you are building is for eternity. Do you understand that? And what is the privilege that we have right now is Yahweh is opening up the door and allowing us to engage in our eternity now. This is what it means to live out of the future today. You are walking out your future. Remember we talked about it. I'm not sure if it was this group, but I think it might've been. When we talked about, it might've been our class on Shabbat. Living in time, I think it was. Okay, so here's the way it works, folks. Right now you're living in time, yet you're living out of time at the same time. So what that means is you are walking on a road, a pathway, a blueprint, your destiny scroll that's leading to who you already are. And at one moment in time, the two will collide and become one. But right now, they still are one. You're just not functioning in one. So when you're in the natural you're, fun you're functioning actually in multiple ways. But when you're in the natural, you are functioning 
in time because time has an end. When you're in the kingdom realm, you're functioning out of time because out of time has no end. You were, you are, you always will be. Well, what does that remind you of? You ever heard that before? Because <laughs> he's our daddy. And we are just like him. I'm going to say this one more time. You were, you are, and you will be all at the same time. When you engage in the kingdom realm, you are engaging out of time. When you, you turn the intent of your heart to the natural, you are engaging in time. Understand the process here, folks. Understand who you are. Understand the amazing being that Yahweh created you to be. Amazing. Okay, so how do you judge your kingdom realm experiences? What are the plumb lines? The Bible talks about plumb lines, all right? In other words, the foundational truths, foundational truths. You cannot go wrong knowing these foundational truths, regardless if someone tries to distort what you're doing or what you know, if you know these foundational truths, if you know these foundational truths, as your relationship go, grows deeper and deeper into the heart of Yahweh, your discernment, your conscience, your knower will be able to discern between truth or error. It doesn't matter where it's coming from or where it's designed. And as I said, it actually was in our the class about Shalom. If you are working on soul perfection, that means you're working on your conscience gate, your conscience gate gate is your knower and your conscience gate is the one that that helps you discern between right and wrong okay it's it's called morality now <laughs> i've discussed this do you know there's people who can be moral but have no relational connection with hashlish hakodesh those are people who are perfecting their soul without connecting their soul to their spirit, which is connected to Yahweh, Yahweh. The ones that will be deceived in the last days are those who have chosen to perfect their soul without connecting themselves to the heart of Yahweh. That could be many Christians today. Or they are perfecting their spirit, working on building their spirit, man, and their soul, their character, the one that mediates between their body and their spirit, they have done really not much to perfect it. 
which means when they're prophesying and saying all these things, their soul is getting in the way. And so you may get a prophecy that is connected and came out of their soul instead of out of the heart of Yahweh. The purpose is to be perfectly aligned, three in one, just like Yahweh, just like Hashalush HaKodesh, they are three in one. You are three in one, and your purpose is to be fully, completely aligned in your three-part godhoodness. Okay? Perfectly and fully aligned in your three, three-part godhoodness. So we are all on a journey. We're all on a journey building our spirit, perfecting our soul, that our body, right, may flourish as our soul prospers. That's what that means. 12 plumb lines to gauge and judge spiritual encounters. Is it any chance or coincidence that the 12 plumb lines are built upon Ruach HaKodesh, Yeshua, and Yahweh. No. The first three, Ruach HaKodesh. First three plumb lines. For the kingdom of God, this is Romans 14, 17. Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, number one. Peace, number two. Joy, number three. In the Holy Spirit, first three plumb lines. Righteousness, peace, and joy. In Ruach HaKodesh, Romans 14, 17. Next. You all know this. I don't even have to tell you. <laughs> what is Yeshua? Second foundational principle. Next three plumb lines are built upon. I am, Yeshua says. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The way, fourth plumb line. The truth, fifth plumb line. And the life, sixth plumb line. No one cometh unto the Father but by me. I don't have that Bible verse down, but I'm sure you all can find it. Got it? Four, five, and six. All right. Third foundational principle where the other three plumb lines are built upon. I love this. I love this. Yahweh. Yahweh. Yahweh is justice. He brings forth justice. So that's seven. Judgment. 
eight, and holiness, nine, justice, judgment, and holiness. There are many Bible verses. I'm not going to give you give them to you all, but you can look them up. For example, Isaiah 61 8 says, Yehovah, for I, Yehovah, love justice. He says, I love justice. <clears throat> Ecclesiastes 12 14 says, for God will bring every work into judgment. Yahweh will bring every work into judgment. And you have several Bible verses. I will name one. Psalms 47, 8, that says, God reigneth over the nations. God sitteth upon his holy throne. He is holy as we are holy. He is holy as we are holy. He is holy as we are holy. Holiness is Yahavah. And then the last three plumb lines. For in them, for in them, Hashalush <laughs> Hachodesh, we live, 10, move, 11, and have our being, 12. That is Acts 17, 28. For in Hashalish HaKodesh, we live, move, and have our being. 12 plumb lines to gauge your spiritual, your kingdom realm, I should say. Let me be specific. Your kingdom realm encounters. Okay. And I love this too, because Uncle Ian also adds this Bible verse that I may know. You all know this one, Ephesians 3, 14 through 18, that I may know what is the breadth, length, height, and depth. <laughs> Come on now, of who they are. Okay. That's it. You want to hear more about it? Check out our podcast soon. We're doing a couple new podcasts. We want to make sure no one, not even the very elect, can get deceived. Now, you take those plumb lines, you take them, and you will see those plumb lines run themselves throughout the entire scriptures from beginning to end, never changing. Get those deep within your spirit, deep within your soul, that you may know the height, breadth, length, and depth. Praise Yahweh. Praise Him, praise Him, praise Him. Wow, folks, so much to learn. 
and so little time it seems like time is passing quickly and Yahweh is calling for his sons to step into their rightful position step into your place no more no more will we compromise no more will we sleep no more will we be lazy no more no more will we say this is too hard i can't comprehend with yeshua i can do all things say that with yeshua i can do all things speak it out with yeshua i can do all things all things all things all things all right now i am hoping you all are continuing to engage in what it means to be a lord or a priest or wherever you are or a king wherever you are in your spiritual process you're engaging with the garden of your heart you're learning what it is to step on your mountain and to learn what it is to be a lord you're engaging at the throne of grace turning your intent to the heart of Yahweh, Hashlish HaKodesh, all the time as you are working throughout your day. For me, you all, I constantly, when I was learning Uncle Ian's teachings, I constantly had them on. When it was work, when I had to do projects and I needed to just, just, just to build, I mean, I'm telling you, I know my spirit, man, it's got some pretty strong muscles, but it was, you know, I had to, be intentional about building those muscles. Now I'm just as intentional about building the strength of my soul as it obeys and is perfectly in line with my spirit. It's the same type of an intent of intention. The same like you do when you're intent about your body in the natural, the things that you're doing to stay physically in the shape where you need to be, as well as moving your body towards its ultimate goal and its prize, which it wants. If you want to talk to your body about it, you ask your body, your body will tell you it wants it, which means it wants to turn into what it was, what it will be, what it is, but yet you haven't engaged with it yet, a being of light. Ask your body right now, would you like to be a being of light? And tell me what it says. <laughs> okay. All right, praise Yahweh. We're going to turn the intent of our heart to the throne of grace because before I go into the, the kingdom, I always like to connect with the heart of Yahweh, that everything out of the heart of Yahweh is a reflection of him. Now, can you step into what you think is the kingdom, okay, and it not be? Yeah. It especially is dependent upon if it's your soul that is driving you. If it's your soul that just wants to engage in, in spiritual encounters and not the heart of Yahweh, that is a problem. You will never hear me teach that because that is a sure way to get deceived and to deceive yourself. Always engage with the heart of Yahweh and always have one of them with you. You can have them with you 
actually in their form or they're always in your presence. They're always around you wherever you go. You understand what I'm saying? That's why it's important for you to constantly be seeking their heart. Some of you all ask me lots of questions, which I love, but I answer them to a certain extent. I know in my knower when it's my time to step back and say, okay, now let me, let me, let me push you in the direction where you need to go. And then you go there because if I'm, your source of answers, then you will always come to me for answers. And that is not how it works in the kingdom. Yahweh is each and every one of your source. Hashalush HaKodesh, Ruach HaKodesh, and Yeshua. Hashalush HaKodesh is the Trinity. They are your source. The more you connect with their heart, the more you know them, and the more you can ask. If you are somewhere in, in the kingdom realm that doesn't feel like the kingdom remember the 12 plumb lines if it doesn't feel like it you better ask quick where am i right you better ask quick you better know who's there i'm teaching you something this is key don't have do not don't ever forget it All of us here are sons, soon to function as sons. But to be able to function as a son, you must know his heart, Yahweh's heart. You must know his heart. All right. So what we're going to do right now is turn the intent of our heart to the throne of grace. We're going to engage with his heart just for a moment, heart to heart. And then we're going to take our journey into these courtrooms. Now, I'm going to say this. I've said this often. If you cannot, first of all, let's, let's, let's go to the basics. Seeing in the kingdom realm does not mean you're going to see like you're seeing my face right now. Yahweh has given each and every one of you a way to see in the kingdom. You've got to learn through practice, 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 practice. Right, Ruthie? We were talking about that. <laughs> practice, practice, practice. You have to learn through practice how it is the way that you see and then engage with that and Yahweh will build upon that and you will see more and more and more and you will see your seeing will grow for eternity okay it'll grow for eternity all right so uh don't second guess we're going to the heart of Yahweh we're connecting with his heart and we're taking that with us on our journey into the kingdom when I said that Stepping into the kingdom creates real estate. What I meant, what I also mean is the real estate, your, your use of your sanctified imagination literally creates neurological roads. You are utilizing and growing more and more the function of that brain that people say that we don't use. Oh, I love this. Uncle Ian said this the other day, the 90% of the brain that we don't use, that's the kingdom realm part of your brain. Come on, everybody tap their heads, say, wake up. 
Hey, come on, wake up, wake up, brain. Come on, engage, engage, engage. <laughs> I'm serious. Talk to, talk to you. Your words are powerful. Speak to yourself. Speak to your body. Tell your brain, all right, brain. Your neurological pathways, you're going to connect. You're going to engage. We're going to use the God-given, sanctified imagination that Yahweh has given us. And we're going to step into the kingdom. And we're going to see what Yahweh has for us to see right now. Okay? All right. Woo! Can you tell? I'm just a little bit excited. <laughs> All right. Let's turn the intent of our heart to the throne of grace and we're just gonna see ourselves there we're going to bow i love paying uh homage and honor to hashalish hakodesh no one no thing in any existence deserves more praise more honor than Hashalish HaKodesh. For they are the very air that we breathe. Our very eternal existence. And we are so privileged and fortunate to be born for such a time as this. We bow before your throne. Hashalush HaKodesh, we love you. We carry you on our journey tonight. In fact, what they want is they're really excited. They want to come with you tonight. So you choose which one of the Godhead you want to bring on your journey. You choose which one. And there's nothing that says you can't bring all three if you want to do that. But it's up to you. You decide which one you want to bring with you. They will be in every courtroom with you. Allowing you to observe. Yahweh, we are grateful and we are thankful. And right now at this moment, we cast our crowns. We cast our crowns at your feet. <laughs> we celebrate you. We celebrate you. We celebrate you. I want you to take a moment and speak in tongues. Just take a moment. Some of you all, I know you're in different time zones and you're sacrificing, you're being, you're up. Come on, speak in tongues for a few moments and just allow the presence of Hashalush HaKodesh that just pours through you to open up your eyes to give you the ability to see what it is you are to see tonight. Yisot namach 
mi khorono tu solah makana tu uyera na maba mi tena na malapa pokutu sikara baba pata dalada pokutu sukri ni itsa dakpo tu kutuya la baba konuntu sana maba bukeni ni pipitisura maba pakata tala baba konuti bikrana ta sala baba okuti ikrana ta bakhorono to kunuti ikrana na baba ni sokhrama pakoni itena na ta bila da pokutu so mi khorana bola kana mabo konuti na maba Malara baba kutu sukhini ikaranati malapa osoti ikaranaba bukunini itelala mabakala khanata siyarana kuna to sukhana baba uyarana mula baba sukhana I want you all to get used to, to speaking and opening up your mouths sometimes it's easy just to sit and to listen and to hear others but to activate Do you know that your voice, when you open your mouth, you have a vibration, frequency, and sound that connects with the heart of Yahweh and with the kingdom realm, you bring off a sound which the kingdom realm hears, recognizes, and notices you. So the more you open your mouth and speak and talk, the more the authority that Yahweh has given you will fall upon you. It'll connect with your spirit, with your inner being, and your confidence will rise, your authority will rise, it'll trigger your mind, it'll trigger your brain, it'll activate who you are. So get used to speaking, get used to getting used to hearing your own voice, your own sound, your own vibration, frequency, okay? The fragrance that you, that you emit. Get used to Get used to walking and functioning in that because a true son of Yahweh, when a true son of Yahweh speaks, things shift, things change. Hallelujah. Come on, just shout glory. Say hallelujah. Say glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah, glory. And if any of you all are kind of, you know, feeling a little bit, you need to wake yourself up, stand up for a bit, walk around, jump up, get yourself moving so that when we go, we can continue and engage in this encounter. Uh, you can see what Yahweh has for you to see. Glory, hallelujah, glory, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're celebrating all in front of the throne right now. It's actually pretty 
ruckus. <coughs> it's pretty loud. For some folks, they feel like the throne of grace is this, <clears throat> is always this quiet place. Boy, hadn't been there when I've been there. Hallelujah. When I tell you it's time to step in, we're going to step in. We're going to first go to the court of the angels, the court of the angels. <clears throat> and I'd love to hear what you see when we're doing our question and answer time. We're going to go to the court of the angels the court of the angels now i'm going to describe this to you once this is a a a, a teaching and a mapping i'm going to tell you it's from it's an overlay of uncle ian and uh, mike parsons mike parsons kind of did an overlay in terms of where the courts are and the structure of the kingdom of 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 god and the seven layers of the kingdom i speak about it but i tell folks too that It may be, it may not. You know, some courts are mobile, some courts may move. I mean, I'm not, we're learning all this from glory to glory. So I'm going to tell you what some other folks have experienced, and then you can connect with that. That may be something you experience or not. I also want to tell you that this particular teaching is, this court series is on the 11 courts that I have been most familiar with. Now there's some folks like Ron Horner, 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 and other folks that teach on the courts. They are focused on the courts, but I'm teaching them focused only predominantly on the courts. <clears throat> but I'm teaching you, I meant to say, not them. I'm teaching you the court structures that allow you to function as a mature son, that allows you to function in your spiritual levels of maturity. Do people understand that? So there may be some small, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if I'm gonna call them smaller courts, but some court specific places. And just because I use the word court doesn't mean they're in a court structure like a court, like you see in the mobile court, like we've been over. They a court could mean I want to hold court, which means I want to have a gathering of people in a place. You understand? But there's a function and a purpose to that. So all of these are called courts because that's just our way of identifying that it is a gathering for specific purposes that we learn to engage in as we grow in our spiritual level of maturity. Like I said, I'm not going to take folks from the court of the councils of the fathers higher because when you go into those courts, that has to do with your spiritual level of maturity. And when you're ready, Yahweh will take you. All right. Even in the court system and structure that I'm showing you now, as Yahweh sees fit, he will allow you to go into these courts. More specifically, which I will teach the next session, will have to do with the court of the upright, the court of the kings, and the chancellor's court. Those three courts, you just don't walk in those courts, all right? You have to have a spiritual level of authority to connect with those courts. Now, if someone tells me, oh, I've been in this particular court or that particular court, I and my discerner and my knower know if that's true. I know it by the things that they say. 
you can't hide it. Remember, Sonship Journey is about the maturation process of your soul. Right? You've got your spirit, but the maturing of your soul to soul perfection, as well as your body turning into a being of light. Okay? There's just certain things that you do and say that give an indication as to where you are in your spiritual level of maturity. So we want to be careful. We don't want our soul taking us to places. If you step out of your line of authority, I'm not saying everything is ruined, because you're learning from me that you're always taking Hashulish HaKodesh with you, right? So if you do step in a place that doesn't feel familiar, step out. Just step out of it. Go back in front of the throne of grace. Get your bearings where you're used to being. And then get some wisdom and guidance and then step back in. Sound good? Okay. All right. So we're going to go to the court of the angels first. Then we're going to go to the court of war. And then we're going to go to the court of the scribes. We're just going to go one, two, three, just like that. As we engage with the courts, these three courts. All right. So when I say one, two, three, step in, we're going to step into the court of the angels. One, two, three, step in. Now I want you to look around as I talk to you about my experience of what the court of the angels has been. This is just my experience. You may have something different. What I've been able to experience thus far, the court of the angels is the place where I go, where we can go after legislating from the court of the kings. And I'll explain that process in the last teaching session. But we go to this court to speak to the angels to get angels that want to help and volunteer to enforce the legislation that we have spoken of. Now there may be some angels even right now walking up to you, wanting to know who you are. Get to know who they are as beings. The kingdom realm is about heart to heart connection. So in the court of the angels, we're going to take a moment. I'll be silent for a moment. I want you to observe. Feel free to write something down, anything. What do you see? What do you hear? What does it look like to you?
in the court of the angels, when you put forth legislation from the court of the kings, sometimes angels are already assigned to carry out the purposes of the legislation. The court of the angels is important because the angels are there to help you with many different things, not just your legislation. The angels are there to help you with various different assignments for your blueprint and destiny scroll. This is a place that you can go to, to engage with the angels that have been assigned to your scroll, to pick up new angels, when I mean pick up, in other words, to connect with new angels that are now on your team, so to speak, that will help you carry out various things. They will walk with you down here on earth to fulfill the purposes of Yahweh. The angels know you. They will know where you are in your spiritual level of authority. They will know uh, they'll know who you are in the kingdom. But the important thing is in the kingdom, it's all about relational connection. Do not treat angels or the beings that are in the court of the angels as just servants where you just command and demand them to do things. They want to get to know who you are personally, relationally. They are happy to help because that is on their scrolls to help you, but love them, honor them, love them and honor them, and know that they are there for you. Many a times in Christendom, there are so many things that can be done where angels can assist and yet we do not call on them, not so as a son, as a son, a son knows his or her authority, and a son knows how to work in conjunction with angels. Learn who is the angel over your various states, where you live, over your country. There are angels that are assigned. Be focused on the angelic realm, not the evil realm with principalities and powers that are evil. Who cares? We, there is much more that are with us than are with them. Our focus is above. And every, it doesn't matter what principality and power that's evil out there, there's an angelic being that is over them. All they're looking for are for sons to unite with them so that we can take back the atmosphere that's above us, okay? We can take that back for Yahweh. The court of the angels is in the layer of the kingdom of God. That is what's taught, but you engage with that. Next, we're going to step into the court of war. Also, in the kingdom of God layer. Below, kingdom of God is the second layer. Below, kingdom of the earth. Now, remember I said there's no, I, I'm saying below. I 
scratch that. The, the first layer, there's no below or above because all the layers exist within and of each other. Maybe a little bit challenging to grasp, but you will as you engage in and out. So it's a matter of turning the intent of your heart and stepping into what other realm that, king, that the kingdom of heaven is a multiverse, multiple realms that overlap, but you can in and of themselves, you can go in them and engage without engaging with another realm, even though the realms are all subsisting in and out above each other. So that first realm would be the kingdom of the earth, which is where we live, time and space. Kingdom of God is the second multiverse, and that would also be where uh, time and space dwell, okay? The court of war is known or is taught to also be in the kingdom of God. One, two, three, step into the court of war. The court of war is also called the court of strategy. This is an amazing court because in this court, you can strategize with specific beings that are in this court that will tell you how to carry out the legislation you have set forth in the court of the kings. I'm going to give you a few moments. Take a moment to look around and see how does the court of war and strategy differ from the court of the angels? What types of beings do you see in the court of war? There are specific beings that are designed and it's part of their scroll to be strategists to help lead and guide us in the various different carrying out and forcing of different legislations and decrees. I'll give you a moment. What do you see in the court of war, court of strategy? It, it, it is how that works.
please feel free to write down anything that you see, anything that you observe, anything that you hear, anything that you smell. Well, the next court we're going to step in is the court of the scribes. The court of the scribes is in the kingdom of heaven, the layer of the kingdom of heaven, number three. And in the court of the scribes, well, let's step in. One, two, three, step into the court of the scribes. What do you see? The Bible makes it very clear that there are heavenly beings whose purposes are to scribe every single conversation Every single act that's done, even now, there are beings scribing this Zoom call, what you are doing, how you are participating. It's being placed in your book. And in this court, are also all of the books. Anything you'd like to engage with, legislation, time, creation. I could go on and on. Specifically in the legislative process, this is the court that we go to after we have written the legislation have it put in the statutes in the court of the scribes. I'm going to give you a moment to observe and see what do the beings look like who are the scribers. Some of you are even called to be scribes. You may have a duty one day in this court. I'll give you a moment to look around. The court of the scribes is in the layer of the kingdom of heaven. In the layer of the kingdom of heaven, darkness no longer has access to.
darkness has access up to time and space. To the kingdom of the earth, the kingdom of God, not the kingdom of heaven and above. Now in the court of the scribes, remember you were taking either one of them or all three of them with you on this journey. In the court of the scribes, I want you to turn to one of the Godhead and ask them, is there something you would like to show me in this court about myself that I don't already know. Okay, we're gonna step back in front of the throne of grace. One, two, three. Step into the throne of grace. Turn the tent of your heart there. Tell Hashalush HaKodesh or any one of the goddess, thank you for this journey. Tell them how much you love them. Give them a hug or a pat on the shoulder or whatever it is you feel comfortable doing. And I always like to bow before I leave. At least turn the intent of my heart back to these things there. I say leave, but we're always there. We love you. One, two, three. Turn the intent of your heart back to class. And now it's time for discussion. Time for discussion. We've got some time. 
question and answer. Anybody wants to talk about their experience, what they engaged with at this moment, one at a time, feel free to do so. Claire, yes, you were first. Go for it. Um, hi, Nina. Do you hear me well? Yes, I do. Hi, beautiful lady. Thank you. I have the dehumidifier. I hope it's not making noise to you. No. Mm -mm. Um, um, you mentioned uh, um, the course in the kingdom of heaven and uh, um, so can you repeat each one where it is like the throne room where yes. and just uh, to to have it all because I didn't have them maybe other yes benefit from and, that too. and I talk about it also too on the um overview of the courts but like I said before this is a, a an overlay a teaching that Uncle Ian teaches as well as Mike Parsons in terms of where the courts are but so this is where they have the kingdom of the earth that's the first layer that's where the court of the mobile court is in time and space is is that um, the throne kingdom 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 of the earth is the mobile. the mobile court, which is in time and space. Okay. So we know we're not talking about the zone of grace. Zone of grace is not in time and space. Okay. Okay. So the kingdom of the earth is here and now it's around you. It's where you live. The kingdom of God is also around us where we live but it also is closer to the kingdom realm of only light in the kingdom of God. Okay. Which is the next, I don't want to yeah. say the next layer. It is another realm. Kingdom of God is where you have the court of war and the court of angels. Now that makes sense because war and strategy and angels, they're still in the place of time and space. When I say time and space, that should clue you into where light and darkness dwells, right? Darkness dwells in time. I shouldn't say darkness. Let me rephrase that. Evil. Where evil dwells, where evil is chaos, not darkness is Yahweh. Yahweh surrounded by darkness. Darkness is the revealing of revelation. So it's so the kingdom of the earth and the and kingdom of God are both places where time and space are, where light and evil, where good and evil dwell. Once you get to the multiverse of the kingdom of heaven. There's no longer any evil that dwells in the kingdom of heaven. So in the kingdom of the earth and the kingdom of God, you have the three courtrooms, the mobile court. People don't understand. Some people are like, well, how do how does Satan get to how do the accusers get into heaven to accuse? Mm -hmm. And I tell them it's not they're 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 not in heaven. They're in the kingdom of the earth which is the atmosphere around us and above us. That's where the mobile court is. It's in the kingdom realm though, which means it's in the spiritual realm of both good and evil. Okay. Yes. Yahweh's presence 
moves in and out of the kingdom realms, his personage, I don't really think we would want his personage here. I think we'd all explode. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you ever talked to Uncle Ian talking about going into the dark cloud, which I'm on that journey, like I told you all before. I think I have a, a year and a half to see his personage. You can see his personage, but you better be ready. Okay. But his presence is all around. And so his presence emanates and forms itself as the judge in the mobile court. Okay. okay. All right. So when you hit the kingdom of heaven, okay, when you hit the kingdom of heaven, that is where the court of the scribes is and the chancellor's court. There's no evil there or above in these realms, right? Yahweh is not going to let evil infiltrate into these realms. Why would he do that? Why would he have evil just walk around in all of the realms? You know the reason why evil is still in the kingdom of the earth and the kingdom of God? Because we've allowed it to stay there. Okay. Okay. All these things that we used to shout at, these principalities and powers, we're sitting there shouting at them, but we were the ones that allowed them to form what they have formed, which is why we must evict them. But we don't do it the way it has been done in the church age, the age of the fivefold ministry. We war from a place of rest above it in the kingdom realms where only goodness dwells. Does everybody understand that? And it looks, yeah. everything, it everything evil looks a lot smaller, doesn't it? Okay. How, if you really think about it, and look, I was all part of the fivefold ministry, healing, deliverance, prophetic, all that. I rolled in all that. We're sitting up there yelling and screaming at something from above. I mean, from below. I mean, come on. How effective is that? People wonder about backlash. You're not going to have backlash if you're dealing it the right way. If you are ruling and reigning from above. The backlash comes when you're doing it the wrong way. I shouldn't. Let me put it this way. It is a way that is no longer effective. I'll put it that way. Because Yahweh had mercy upon us when we did it the other way. And even then, some of us got our butts kicked, but we still went back for more because we love Yahweh. And I believe he honored that. But you know, when the Bible says you move from glory to glory, we shouldn't stay at where we were. We should always be willing to move forward. Even with what I'm teaching now, we should always be open and willing to move forward to see what else Yahweh has for us to learn. All right. So kingdom of heaven, no longer, there's no evil there. So from the kingdom of heaven up, I should say up, sorry. From the kingdom of heaven to all of the other multiverses, no evil has access to. So after the kingdom of heaven, you have heaven, 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 the place everybody's talking about, heaven. Everybody wants to go, right? So heaven, you've got the court of the kings, the court of the upright, and the court of the council hanging out in heaven, wisdom heights. you got a whole lot of other stuff there which I'm not going to get, this teaching is not about that, but you can learn it from either Mike Parsons or you can learn it from Uncle Ian. You can learn it from a lot of folks out there. Um, uh, and then you have above. 
above heaven, you have heavens of heavens. In the heavens of heavens, you have the, uh, okay. In heaven, I said the court of the kings, court of the upright, also the court of the council of the fathers. Court of the council of the fathers. Where like I said on my other teaching, you've got to be a father or a mother to actually be able to participate in the court of the councils of the fathers. Do you know people like Moshe, Abraham, and how they fathered over their people? That's a pretty, pretty high honor and privilege and you just don't step in there and claim that position. That does not happen, okay? Um, up, up, above that, none of these, none of these places you step in because your soul just says, "I want to go." Let me just go visit. You engage with the heart of Yahweh first, and through His heart, He leads you and guides you as to where you're supposed to go. Um, and then above the a heaven is the heaven of heavens, not above. The other multiverse in heaven is the heaven of heavens. See, I got to keep correcting myself. In this heaven of heavens, what's taught is you have the court of the judges, the court of the Lord, which is the Yassad. That's where Hashalish HaKodesh dwells and many other things go on there. And then the court of the 70, which is also known as the Celestial Council. The Celestial Council and I, I really identify most with what Uncle Ian teaches and the things that I've experienced. The Celestial Council only deals with the affairs of the universe, of the cosmos, not the planet Earth. Now, if you disagree with that, I'm totally fine. Engage yourself. That's what this is all about. Okay. All right. Um, after heaven of heavens, you have perfection. Perfection is where the personage of Yahweh dwells. The realm of perfection. Personage of where Yahweh dwells. And then you have eternity, which I don't know was there. I've never been. I'd like to go. <laughs> I haven't been to perfection yet, but I'm on that soul perfection walk. <laughs> all right. These are all things that we can explore and really engage with, again, with our levels of spiritual maturity. As you all know from the beginning, I just don't teach courts and courtrooms because the kingdom of heaven is not just about courts, courtrooms. The kingdom of heaven is about a love relationship with Yahweh. And out of that love relationship and devotion to him, you are willing to sacrifice as a living sacrifice. You are willing to give yourself as a living sacrifice to grow in your spiritual level of authority so Yahweh can use you for greater things. Oh, which happens to be understanding the courts and legislating and who you are in him. Okay? That's how I teach it. Otherwise, you can get stuck at just teaching courtrooms, which is, if that's where some people want to stay, that's fine. 
but you won't grow in your spiritual level of authority. You'll just be running in and out of various courtrooms, not really growing in your soul, perfecting your soul. That was a really long explanation, but. <laughs> Thank you so much. Okay. Can I, can I ask a question quickly? Yes. Uh -huh. um, you might have answered this before, so apologies if you have, but you know when, we legis when you legislate, Yes. Um, I think you legislate for like no more pedophilia and what do you do afterwards because obviously there, there are still you know there's still some going on so how do we then uh, um, enforce what do we do how do we pray for that yes because if there's still if it's still going on what does legislation do in, oh, in, in effect girl um, there's a different type of praying the, the, the old days of praying and all that stuff they, they're over if you're willing to step into the new I will explain that in more detail in the last session when I actually will take us all on okay. a legislative encounter we'll go to the court of the okay. kings you all will observe you'll observe and see how I legislate because at the it's, end, it's the, it's the afterwards, isn't it? Yeah. At the yeah. end, what do we do? In the when you go into the court of the, uh, when you go into the court of the um, war, the strategy, and you've got yeah. the court of the angels. Those are really two great courts to go into. Get your team and enforce the legislation. Well, how do you enforce it? You step on your mountain. You govern. You speak what you would have to have happen. You ask the angels to participate. In other words, um, yeah, let's talk about the issues with pedophilia. And let's say you opened the page and you saw something was happening in your country. You would say angels by the legislation of such and such that we have just done that's codified in the court of the scribes, I ask you, I ask your assistants to go to this particular place, whatever it is, and prevent, stop, destroy the plans of evil, bring confusion to their camp. Okay? Okay. Okay. So what we do literally on the Wednesday and the Friday with Karina really is just using our imagination to to do things. To enforce it. Is yes. It that that yeah. is it. Yeah. Yes. Next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Or something? Yes. Okay, so um, in, in the court of the angels, um, okay, I saw buildings and sort of things in every single one of them, okay? So like the first one, um, I saw statues of angels walking. I was in the stars. And then I came to a place that looked like a place in Greece, that famous building in Greece. And I knew, <laughs> it was, I knew angels were inside. But when I went inside, I could see I could see, I knew something was there, but I couldn't see them. Now, the same thing happened to me in, in the scribes. Um, the, the, I walked into a room, a door opened, I walked into the room, and I could see there were benches, and I knew there were things on the benches, and behind them, there were like panels of glass. So as they were writing, it was written on the panels, and there were scrolls everywhere. But, but again, I couldn't see the, the scribes that were writing. So my question is, I'm seeing in the places they're at, but I can't see them. So is there a possibility that there's something that is stopping me from seeing the spiritual beings, the beings? No. Okay. 
it's showing your spiritual level of, mature, of maturity and that you need to go visit more often. The more you go, the more you see. She's saying my baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's, listen, bro, when you go into the kingdom, if Yahweh were to show you everything you were to see, you'd be so overwhelmed in your soul. You couldn't even take it in anyways. Just keep going back, bro. It'll open up. All right, cool. Cool. More and Thank more. You. And I'm sure that's for Thank many you. others that are here. Even if you start off with not seeing anything, I guarantee you, the more you practice, the more you engage, the more you'll see. It's just that simple. You always, I was going to say, he's not trying to hide anything from you. Sometimes he does, though, because that's where the mysteries, actually, the mysteries and secrets are all hidden. And it's for a king to search them out and to find out. But he's so good. He's awesome practice the more you go the more you see no different same thing with engaging in any other place in the kingdom whether it be your mountain whether it be the garden whether it be whatever and i hope you all are building out your mountains i hope you're building your rooms engaging in those mountains um i just it's in a lot of times my mountain building is organic it just happens all of a sudden i'm like whoa that was really cool i didn't even know i had that room <laughs> so um Continue to continue to engage in this process. You'll see more and more. If I told you that I saw what, what was in that building that you couldn't see, um, I don't want to tell you what I saw because I know what's in there, but what you see may be different. But I can see what's in there. Okay? All right. Next. Hi. Uh, hi. Rebecca. I'll go to Rebecca and then Dee Dee and then Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca, right. yes. When I went into um, the angels, I it's different, but I wanted to talk about the last one. Sure. Describe. When I went in, I saw, um, it's quite funny because I saw one E. So the last room, when you said ox, I was with Yahweh and I said, show me something. And I opened uh, the record of where the beginning and I was taken back to where the earth hovers and there was darkness and there was nothing happening. And, and I was asking him to say, why did you choose this place and not the moon and not anywhere else for us to be, you know, because it was full of void. And it's just nice to be able to see that. And while I was showing you were think you were saying it's time to go back. I said, okay, you know what, you need to come back and then we will do more, you know, but it's just nice to be able to ask that question. And it takes you, you know, a response in that way. Wonderful. Awesome. I love to hear that. Didi. I'm glad that you started off with the angels. Um, I had been there once before, mm -hmm. but this time I saw more structure. You know, mm. there's levels and benches and some angels were standing. Actually, they were quite excited. So it seemed like they were standing by the door waiting for someone to come in and, and give them something to do. But I noticed in the other two courts, I also saw certain angels, not many, like maybe two or three, but they were assisting the scribes or they were assisting the elders that were sitting around these round tables to make strategies. So I was just amazed that there were angels in nice. other courts other than yep. just the court of angels. Awesome, sis. I love it. I love it. Ah, uh, Claudia. Yes, I um, 
I love the angels. I want to honor you for, for what you do here for all of us. Um, yes. I went to the, the courtroom of angels and the first person came to me. I saw a lot of tables with, with all the, the blueprints. All the angels had blueprints. It was a whole side of them. But the one who came to me was Uriel. Ah. And he came and he said, hi. And I said, hi. And he said, um, where are you legislating today? I said, oh, no, I just came to have a chat with you today. I'm not going to legislate today. He said, because I'm, I'm ready to give you. I said, well, if I have to legislate, let me go legislate. And he said, okay, I know you're doing an exercise. And I said, okay, I'll see you in a while. And I went to the, uh, I went to the, the courts of war now. And when I went in there, um, all the angels still, it, they were in Greece and Italy. And, and really, I'm in New York City right now. And they, they were showing me. Mm. And they, 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 they were showing me strategies and, and stuff because I say, I want to know what it is I have to do here. Excellent. And they say, you, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. I say, well, I want to do a little bit more. They say, yeah, we know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm always so excited to go from glory to glory. And then wow. I went to the scribe. Mm -hmm. And then um, I saw a lot of scribes, but I saw one particular one just sit down and was writing in this gold book. And, and Yeshua, uh, all of them, Yeshua, um, Raka, Hakadash, yes. um, um, Yeshua, yeah, they mm -hmm. all, yeah, they all were there. And I said, well, show me something that I never, you never told me before or anything in, in the book. And he said, you're so excited. I said, yeah. And, and he said, okay, I want to take you back to the beginning. Take you back to the beginning. So I was on this, the sheet, which was the seven spirits of God going back from his mouth, mm. the, 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 Oh gosh, the Hebrew letters was on the sheet. It was waves. And I went straight back into him. But before I went back into him, I went through the tree of life. Wonderful. And then I went back into him. And he said, there's a constant. He said, no, you go back now. And this is a new scroll now. And so I'm just excited. <laughs> I have more, but it's... Oh. Woo, this is what's so exciting. You're creating these pathways for you to engage with again. Really, really exciting. Who's next? Nina, it's yes. Yolanda. Yes. Yes, so this has been a blessing. I'm hearing everybody's testimonies and I'm so blessed by it. Um, I had similar experiences to most people here, but one thing that I found very funny, um, in the Court of Angels specifically, uh, when I went there, an angel did approach me and the angel said, you've been here before. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't think so. I don't, I don't recall. I don't think this is my first exercise. So they're like, no. So I'm like, okay. I turned to um, Yahweh because I brought Yahweh and I'm like, I don't recall. I don't recall being here. Like I go, am I fooling myself? And so 
you know, he didn't, he just, the Lord just told me just to, to look within myself and the, the memory will come to me. And that angel I've met before in a dream. And she was giving me an assignment because my brother um, was in a terrible car accident several years ago where he nearly died. Wow. So she, she gave me, so they, he recalled, so I recalled the whole, like she just brought it to my memory and she said, remember, I was that same angel that gave you the, the script. There was a script that had some stuff on it, basically told me how to pray. So the very next day he was going into surgery, there was a situation that happened there. So, I mean, I won't go into the whole story, but basically she, she reminded me that she was that angel in the dream that gave mm. me the script. And then the very next day when I got up, you know, Yahweh Rakhabodesh woke me up, I prayed. And I remember seeing a vision of a star from the sky come down to heaven, called one of my sisters. And yeah, my brother confirmed that there were things happening in his room. But yeah, but that was the same angel. So I met that oh, same angel. Oh my word. Yeah. That was I, an interesting experience. That is so <laughs> cool. Yeah. Ah, that's where you entertain oh. angels unaware. I mean, that's what that means too. Like you're all, you're all engaging Amen. with that. You're just now coming into a fuller understanding of what it means. Who? Someone else Nina, was saying something. It confirms how re relational, as you were saying. That is correct. Her testimony, it's just relational. She come back to the same because they know her. It's amazing. So good. Who's next? I love hearing from other folks. Come on, bring it Megan. on. Yes, Megan. Hey, Nina. Thank you so much, by the way. Um, so, um, it's, I don't normally do a long talk, and I'm trying not to, but um, yesterday my girlfriend um, had to go to court with her ex-husband, mm -hmm. um, and it's been going for four years. It's been ridiculous. Um, and I've kind of supported her. So she lived in domestic violence. He was taken away from the house because the police took him away because he attacked her. Mm -hmm. And the doctors and the police reported him, which is why all of this happened. She would never have done anything apart from that. So he's been taking her to court, trying to make sure that he gets all the money and she doesn't get anything, blah, 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 blah. So I wanted to support her. So she asked me, would I go into court yesterday? And it was meant to be a four-day trial. Um, and he was just trying to make sure that he could squeeze her for everything. Mm. Um, and, um, and so I just thought, well, I can pray over this. And so I'm a little bit like excited and a little bit like hesitant as well. I kind of, I had a shot at um, legislating. So you can tell me if I did the right thing or not. <laughs> um, so um, I, I saw the courtroom and I just allowed my spirit to sit in there and I um, then ascended as well and said, and I think what I did after having done our activity today is I went in to the court of the angels and I asked angels to go with her and I went into the court of war and got um, a strategy and then I went into the court of the scribes and got legislation and brought it back into the courtroom. I think that's what I did. <laughs> Are you still there? I'm here. I'm here. Okay. So, um, so, and, and the, the outcome was the um, they had a new judge because the, um, the other lawyer decided to take it up into a higher court, and this new judge 
ripped the barristers and the lawyers to shreds and said, if you keep doing this, uh, this family's going to have nothing left and all that's going to happen is you guys are going to have all the money. Um, and he told them all off and he said, go and sort this out now. Instead of a four-day trial, they sorted it out two hours and she got nearly half of everything, nearly half of everything. Come on. So I was a bit excited. I think I, I think I've, I think I did it right. Although I'm very newbie. I'm like, you know, I'm hoping I did it right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Megan, I'm so proud of you for just stepping out there. Remember, you always have Hashlish Hakodesh with you. So when in doubt, or just not even if you're in doubt, you can always go to the throne of grace first and get advice or engage with the seven spirits and say, uh, many a times before I do anything to deal with any situation, I'll go in my mountain in my council room where I have the, so excited because next, next week we're going to go to the court of the upright. You're going to meet your, you're going to meet your um, governors. But um, I have a council where I have seven spirits of Yahweh and the governors and I ask questions and it, a great question would be, Hey, how do you, how should I, enter, what's the best strategy to intervene? But you said you went to the, the, the court of war and strategy, which is a great place too. So I applaud you. Uh, awesome. That's all I got to say about that. Thank you so much. <laughs> Wonderful to be able to feel like I had authority in the heavenly realms and Isn't onto the that, earth. Isn't it, it wonderful? So, yes, it's so exciting. It is. It's so, <laughs> what I want to say to that, folks, is everything that is in the natural, okay, first comes from the supernatural realm, meaning whether it be evil or good, it first manifested there and then, or first was created there, I should say, the plot, the scheme, the plan, whether it's good or evil, and then infiltrated its way down through uh, to the, the earth to be manifested for good or evil through beings that are either on good side or evil side. You all understand that? So you never want to look at just what is happening in the natural. If you do, you're not on your track, your journey for being becoming a son. Sons go to the root and the issue. They go above. They get wisdom and counsel, and they see where it first manifested or where it came from in the supernatural, and that's the way they address it in the natural. And you will see, just like Megan, you'll see the shift. You'll see the outcome of what you're doing. Now, imagine... That's Megan's first experience. Imagine where she'll be when she's continued to experience this. Imagine what she'll be a year from now. Fierce. That's why you know whether something has the nerve to attack you or not. They will know the authority that you have. And they're like, oh, my goodness. If you're someone that knows those courts and knows your authority, all they're going to get, they're the ones that are looking at backlash. Not us. Them. Amen. Do I understand that? They are. Not us. Can I give mine? Can I give mine? And that's how you got to roll. Rebecca, Rebecca, go. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's oh, because um, my friend on Friday, on Thursday, I had a call that she had stage four cancer and she, they disconnected everything within for her to die. And what I did was I went to the throne of grace 
and I cried and I saw myself carrying her and putting her at the foot of Yahweh and God, I heard him clearly say, leave her with me. I tell you today, the doctor cannot understand how she's recovered from Friday to today. She's out of ICU. She's eaten. She's even put on weight that the doctor could not understand. And I saw her in at the throne of grace, sitting by the throne, praising and thanking God. And that's what they saw her doing when the children went in to see her physically in the hospital. I haven't seen her. Come on. So I, that's why I'm so excited to say when she was saying that, because I didn't want to see anything. And I'm just thinking, yes. And I told I taught my daughter how to go to the mobile court. She went. And Yahweh gave her a stroll. She stood in the mobile court and get this. The Lord said, your husband is being hindered. And the Lord told her, Jesus told her what to do in the mobile court. She did. She had a scroll for her husband. She had his name. She had everything. She even had, she was given a place where going to leave. I couldn't believe it. And she came out with a gold dust in her hand. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh my goodness. So I, I can't even, if I scream, my husband's going to jump out of bed. What happened? What happened? So I'll have to keep cool. Like, yes. So I, I'm just teaching everybody, like, this is what we're doing. We're going to the throne room. Leave the earth. Come to heaven. Oh my goodness. I love that. Um, Dernisha. Dernisha. Yes. No. I'm listening to everybody give these testimonies. I had a cousin who contacted me a couple of months ago because her husband came home. We had the COVID. He's a policeman. And he went into the hospital that day. And I told my daughter, I said, have him to call me. Have both of them on the phone. We're going to go to court. <laughs> so I took them to the throne of mercy. We went up. And I, and you know, I was just explaining to them. I didn't care if they didn't understand, and I don't think they cared. So they was gonna put him on a ventilator. He went in that Wednesday, that Saturday. He was back home. So he never went on the ventilator. He, they told him to go back home, take this oxygen, you know, and you know, and he he's well, but he was doing so bad. And then I have a nephew, a great nephew, that came home last year from the University of Alabama, just driving, coming from the gym. And of course he got shot. They shot into the car for no reason. They told him he was paralyzed. I went up to ICU, I know he was in the house, in his room at that time. And I left him some frequency music. I say, listen to this music, you know, and pray. So I'm part of a table of priesthood that's under the community of Yeshua. And so we all carried them in our heart. He is walking with a walker. And all of this happened in June, 2019. So I would send them, when his mom would put something on Facebook, I would send it to the group and say, look, a Sivyl is walking. Wow, that is amazing. Glory, yes. I love testimonies. <laughs> Woo! Can I get a witness? <laughs> Anybody else? Who's next? Anyone else? Yes, Nina. Hi, it's me, Nell. Hello. Uh, I love you. You are nuts. You are. 
you're really crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but a couple of things, you know, I was getting when um, Yolanda was speaking about she, the angel told her that she had been there before and she didn't remember. Well, what came to my mind is that we've all been in places, in heavenly places that we don't think we've been before, but we have been before. It's where we've come from and, and where we're attaining to, prayerfully. And um, I love it. Everybody's grown and taking authority. That's, that's the way it should be. A couple of things I got while I was um, ascending into a couple of the courts, the uh, court of the scribe, I saw someone sitting, I, I can't make out, it seemed to be a, a, a female figure, but they were just sitting like, like kind of like a court reporter, you know, just, they, they weren't moved or anything. They were just doing their thing. And also to the side, there was kind of like a hoof upright being kind of creature, you know, so there's some creepy things, man, and on, the, on the other side, there's some weird. So, but anyway, I enjoyed it, but what I get a lot of times, like when you had us ascending to our mountains a couple of weeks ago, as I did with this court of the angels a bit ago, I, I just sense and see a open expanse, a blue sky. You know, I, and, and that infiltrates my being more than, than anything. I, I said, is, is this court of the angels? You know, it seems like I'm just out in a, it's beautiful. <laughs> but then, then he brings me back into focus where, you know, I could see something a little more court, courty, so to speak. <laughs> but anyway, I'm enjoying it. God bless you all. Hey. Oh, that's wonderful. Anyone else? I love hearing the testimonies. And anybody else see anything? Anyone else? want to share I have a question for you. I felt like I saw um, in the um, the court of, of, of strategy the court of war um, books upon books there I, I felt like um, of scribes I turned to Jesus you had said um, and asked if, if there was anything you particularly wanted me to make note of there. And I felt like he pulled out a chair for me to sit in. And it had thick velvety curtains around it. And, and that's all. Interesting. Oh, I love it. I love hearing all the experiences. Anyone else? Excellent, Brooke. Thank you. Anyone else? I am here. Hey, Frank. What's up, bro? Good to see Blessings. you. Blessings. Yes. Blessings. Yes. <laughs> uh, Court of the Angels. They said, uh, hey, they're not telling us to do any work at all. <laughs> I said, okay, that's about to change. <laughs> and the scribes, <laughs> they're watching to see how faithful uh, we are to the words uh, that we're receiving. And... Uh, and what I got from that was was just that um, how how there's an accomplishment of our divine order. I don't know how to put it, but you know, you mentioned a minute ago about eternity, and eternity. I, I just sense that eternity is a place of divine joy. So 
that is our divine natures. We have joy in our divine natures. Mm. And that's what eternity is. I mean, that's what I'm sensing. Oh, that's nice. What I, that's what I like I that. Here. And, uh, but there's something about, uh, we're, we're, what did I write down here? Uh, we're fulfilling what was written before the was was we're, we're operating in that we're fulfilling that and they're writing down our faithful fulfillment in it oh. to accomplish it and that's what i keep i keep seeing they're they're just saying okay he's got it she's doing it they're okay and so it's like it's all yeshua it's not me it's not you it's yeshua it's the books about him <laughs> oh. i don't know if that's right but but that's what i'm seeing so uh so our divine likeness is being recorded. Mm. Oh, good stuff, Frank. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So awesome. Who's next? I've got a question, actually, about the court of uh, war. Okay. So when you're, um, when you're legislating um, on behalf of a nation, which Yahweh has assigned me to, um, Going to the court of war, is that where you go to get a strategy? Yes. Right. That is correct. And so it's to do with... Yeah. The, the strategy would be um, when Yahweh, when either Yahweh, Ruach HaKadosh, Yeshua, when you're engaging with them and they're telling you, this is something I'd like for you to do, it's always good to ask more questions. How do you like for me to do it? Where would you like for me to go? What's my level of spiritual authority and that I can, that, that is, is best able to carry this out? All those questions are good because the more you know, the more you're able to operate out of that authority and you know that you know that what you speak and what you do is going to take place. There's no like, oh, well, let me just speak this out and I don't know if my words are going to fall to the ground or not. I don't really know if, if, if what I'm doing is going to happen or not, right? So that's what I think it's really good about being intentional, especially when it comes to legislation and enforcement. The more that you inquire, the more you're, you're gathering what you need to gather in terms of how to proceed with the task that's been given you. Great. This is amazing because um, I'm new to the courts of, of heaven. And when I um, stepped out into this assignment, um, I discovered the courts. And so far, it's absolutely amazing what happens. It's like your authority is out of this world. It's just so amazing. Um, and I have just, I've learned so much with your with your Zoom meetings and uh, I can't wait to go back. I just feel like I don't have time to do anything else but going to the, to the courts to learn. So thank you so much. It's you, just been an incredible journey. You are welcome. I can tell you all, Yahweh is pu pushing the, burp, the speed button. Like he's like, things are happening. And for too long, my sons have been sitting on the sidelines. So He's like, all right, you want to go? Well, let's go. I mean, you know, he, he's taking us and it's happening very, very quickly. My guidance in the process is because if I were to tell you all where I am now today as to where I was, 
I've only been on this journey for two years, since April of 2018. So a little more than two years, right? 18, 19, 19, 20. And where I was then and where I am now, I mean, it's almost like every day I'm like, Yahweh, you're moving so fast. How can I keep up? You're moving so fast. How can I keep up? So um, he's allowing all of us to engage in this much quicker much faster. He's quickening our desire of our hearts to want to engage with it. As long as you never lose sight of the relational connection in the kingdom, engaging with his heart, he will take you places and farther and faster than you ever thought necessary. And to the other beautiful lady's comment, that might've been Nell. I want to tell you all, your Spirit man is already doing amazing things. Okay. Your spirit man may already be engaging in the celestial council in the cosmos, knowingly with the purpose, knowing what's on your scroll. Remember what I told you, you are an out of time being and an in time being in time defined by time, but you're also out of time. You're, you're also your spirit being functioning as well as your spirit and your soul being, being functioning as well as your spirit, your soul and body being functioning. You, you're also knowledgeable about what's happening in your soul, not as knowledgeable about what's happening in your spirit, but your spirit's knowledgeable. And so what's happening with your learning process is all of this stuff is happening at once. It's like, it's like this, this huge kind of this whirlwind thing. And just, and it's closer to closer to closer to closer to connecting and, 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 and refining itself until it all becomes one. So every time you're getting these light bulbs, like, Oh my gosh, I remember that. Or wow, you're connecting with what your spirit is doing and what your soul is awakening and becoming aware. And it's, perfecting as your body is coming into alignment, turning into being, all these things are developing and growing and happening at the same time. And Yahweh is saying, come on, I'm speeding this up. Come on, come on, come on, come on. And like I said, as long as you don't lose sight of the heart of Yahweh, he's going to take us far and do amazing. You're going to be aware of the amazing and connect consciously to the amazing things you're already doing don't be shocked as to where you are or what your position is, but don't get too ahead of yourself in that your soul leads and not your spirit. So it is this dance, so to speak. Get it? See what I'm saying? Okay. All right. Um, Can I have real quick? One more thing. Frank, yes. Just real quick. Uh, yes. Sons and brides. This is my little revelation I've been carrying this week. Sons have the seeds. Son carries the seed. Son carries the seed. A son carries the seed. The bride or the wife carries the treasures. She carries the treasures. Whether it's the child, whether it's the gift, whether it's the family or heirlooms, she carries the treasures. So somebody has the problem with that is that the son has the seed to multiply. The, the bride has the treasures 
that have, or the victories that have been won. She carries them. She carries them with them. She displays them when it's time to ready. This is our family's wealth. This is our family. So anyway, that's just what I've been seeing this week. I just wanted to share that. I love that. I, I, I prefer to talk more about the wife than the bride, but I understand yeah. what you mean by the bride, but I, yeah. I love the fact that the wife has that, has the treasure. You all, I got to jump because I'm doing another open session in Discord when I've got some folks waiting. Shalom. Love you. I am believing that you had an amazing engagement. Feel free to come back to this, go through this again. Just engage in these courts as Yahweh directs you. Love you and go forward and, and prosper. Shalom, shalom. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, Nina. Bye-bye. 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 Blessings, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye. 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 Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. I learned shalom today. Shalom. Shalom. Restoration through restitution. Shalom. 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 Wonderful. Love you all.